0: Greetings, welcome, and good day. You are now tuned into the 10th episode of the Season Vet Podcast. I'm so happy you can make it to another chapter of the show. This week, we're joined by retired Senior Chief Information Systems Technician, Jacqueline R. Mapp. Senior Chief Mapp spent most of her 26-year-long naval career blazing the trail for those who came after her. It started with her being the first woman in her family to join the armed services, It continued when she played for the championship-winning Navy women's basketball team, and it didn't stop even after she was called to lead the troops of several services for Operation Iraqi Freedom. She may have retired in 2010, but her schedule has shown no signs of slowing down. Since leaving the service over a decade ago, this retired senior chief has managed to rack up a master's degree, become a school teacher, and her most recent adventure has her sailing the waters as a merchant marine. Senior Chief Map is so many things, but Idol is not one of them. That being said, I do have to point out what a pivotal episode this is for the show. You see, serving in Operation Iraqi Freedom makes Senior Chief Jacqueline Mapp the first war veteran I've had the honor of sitting down with for this podcast. At the end of our interview, Senior Chief had a little surprise for me. She gifted me with her challenge coin. And her challenge coin does give a small overview of who she is. Don't worry, I'm posting pictures. It, of course, has her rate and rank, ITCS, the time she served, 1984 to 2010, her nickname, Desert Diva, and her motto. Her motto speaks volumes about who she is and how she navigated her time in service. It means a lot more when you know it was inspired by a Mary J. Blige song. And that's why I've named this episode, Just Fine. Friend! Good evening, Senior Chief Map, retired. Good evening. <laughs>
1: how are you how are you
0: today i'm doing very well doing very well great (laughs) thank you for y'all she has the loveliest home don't visit she's you you weren't invited i was but like she has a very lovely home (laughs) i might even post a picture of like the wall that she made for her family this is a very lovely uh place and location i'm not giving location just know senior chief really decked the place out it's nice in here (laughs) If she says so. <laughs> I, and I did. And, and did.
1: I said exactly so.
0: your <laughs> Chief, what is your
1: connection to the service? I served 26 years in the Navy myself. Come. But prior to that, what drew me to coming into the Navy or joining the Navy was my uncle. Okay. Who was a Chief Petty Officer in the Navy as well. Would you say that you are the first woman in your family to join the service? I would definitely say that. Come on, I legacy? First, I am the first one. Come on. And the only one of my siblings to join All right. the service. Yes. Look at you setting the standard. <laughs> um, look, I said, she didn't
0: say it. I said it. <laughs> like if, if her siblings are listening, I said it. It wasn't her. <laughs> was the Navy your first choice of service, your first choice of branch? Absolutely. All right. The Navy was. You didn't consider the Air Force, the Army? No. She said she wasn't even going to take the substitute. Like, the Coast Guard was not even on the map. Definitely not the Coast Guard. Oh,
1: wow. Coast Guard cutters. <laughs> Ships too small, boats too small.
0: How do you feel about your time in uniform? Like, does any particular time period stand out to you?
1: There's two periods that I really enjoyed. Okay. I played All-Navy basketball. Come on, That was it. not a easy feat. Of course not. Because you're trying it out. Right. And uh, you got to make the team. Come on. So I had that opportunity and I enjoyed that. And actually, we were the only Navy women's team to win the championship. Come on. And no one else has won since. (laughs) And that was in 1991. Come on. Oh, so like, do you watch any WNBA? I do. All right. Any uh, team you're particularly fond of? No. No, not really. This is my first time actually really watching the WNBA. Any players
0: stand out to you?
1: There is one or two, but I mean, Candace Parker, I really like her. Whoop, whoop. I saw her on uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> not Jeopardy, she was on... Um, was it either Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune? It is, it is Jeopardy. Yeah, okay, yeah, Jeopardy. She, she did well. She she did win a little bit of money. That's what's up. A couple grand. <laughs> a little bit look hey look she's a baller she don't need all that money (laughs) she she
0: is doing good she is doing very well (laughs) while you were in uniform you managed to rack up a lot of rank like you made it to senior chief how do you think your experience could have been improved
1: i think it could have been improved if i had had a a real true mentor okay like i've mentored a lot of sailors myself and if i had my own mentor coming in it probably would have been a lot better okay so, would you say that you were the mentor that you wished you had had? Yes. Okay. Definitely.
0: Right on. In the beginning of your career, when you needed guidance and mentorship, you've already stated that those resources were not provided to you. So, did you did you seek them out? Were you able to look for people that looked like you to help you out? Or were there people that looked like you that could help you out?
1: Thinking back, um, no. 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 No, there there weren't very many people that looked like me that were wearing, wearing anchors or any of that. My RDCs, when I went through boot camp, um, there were two first classes. I'm sorry, just pause. Um, what is an RDC? What does that stand for? Recruit Division Commander. Thank you. It means that they are the persons that train uh, recruits for boot camp.
0: Oh, so like drill sergeants and company commanders? Correct. Okay. The people that yell at you in boot camp, th- 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 those those are RDCs. <laughs>
1: right. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: okay so you didn't have any there were no mentors there's nobody for you to really look up
1: to the only person I would I wouldn't call him a mentor but I did admire that my uncle had joined the navy and Mm -hmm. reached the the rank of uh, chief petty officer as well so that's I would say that right on right on
0: but still you were a trailblazer because there weren't a lot of people that looked like you there were not a lot of African-American ladies, and certainly not a lot of African-American ladies with anchors in the Navy. This is kind of the life of a trailblazer. Mm. There's not a whole lot of people for you to look up to, so you have to be the person for the uh, people up and coming. True. Yeah. I would agree with that. And your uncle made it to s- chief? Chief. Did you go ahead and make senior chief just to one-up him?
1: No, I did not, <laughs> actually. Um, because, I mean, I don't choose myself to be the senior chief, so no, I, I did not, but um, I'm glad that I was able to achieve that. Did you rub that it man. in his face when
0: you made senior chief? I'm kidding. No, I did not. <laughs> Why not senior um, <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think. I, don't think it's I mean, allowed. I was about I to say, the passed. whole point... I think it passed Alright, my I bad. Passed. I think it passed by then. Yeah.
0: Alright. Because I really did want to say, you know, the whole point in being a senior chief petty officer... <laughs> Is to be petty. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> to be petty. No. To be
0: to senior chief of the petties. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can you tell me about a time when you experienced something, either good or bad, that you know to be unique to you because you are a black woman? I think
1: it's been a couple of those times. Let me <laughs> see. When I was at Recruit Training Command, there was a Caucasian female master chief who was not very fond of me me being a very vocal person when it comes to things that you're doing something that or I feel that you're treating people differently Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say something good so it's like that saying says if you see something you say something right on right on so you saw this uh this white lady master chief (laughs) and I paid the price for it I never made master chief what rank were you when she was a master chief senior chief Oh. Mm.
0: are you able to elaborate on that situation if you're not that's fine I can edit this part out
1: um just I think that she was not very fond of me because I, I was a vocal person just saying that you, you know you can't treat people any kind of way you were calling her out on her mess and uh, basically I had the record to have made the next pay grade but mm. did not because a couple of uh, people that don't look like me made sure they stopped me from making it. Okay, so your board
0: was uh,
1: heavy snowfall. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I've had some crazy experiences on one ship. I won't call the ship's name. I can The Kitty Hawk. <laughs> 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 my my divo was was... He was something to deal with. What's a division officer? Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And uh, yeah, he was definitely something to deal with. What he, was wrong with him? Uh, and I know it was something wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy um, would actually come into the workspace and start kicking and screaming, kicking garbage cans, saying crazy stuff, just angry at something or someone or just, being to me, like I said, being crazy. Senior, and, um, are you
0: implying that there was an angry white man in the service? Absolutely.
1: <gasps> oh
0: my God! I am. That is. It, it has exactly never been what it was. <laughs> it, that has never. You, you heard it here first. All right. There was an angry white man <laughs> in uniform. <laughs> I, I know you all have never experienced that before, but look for the first time ever here on here on the show. Senior chief is letting us know,
1: and I had a sellout black man.
0: Oh, that sold oh
1: me out. no, that certainly never happened before. Threw me under the bus. <laughs> threw me under the bus. He you did. Mean,
0: are you saying he could have been a Supreme Court justice in the uh, nominated and then in the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have been one. Definitely,
1: definitely, mm-hmm. oh, definitely. Oh, man. but you know, I'm gonna put all that behind me, which it is behind <laughs> me, but you can't forget. And why should you? You can't forget So, Mr. Kicking and
0: Screaming, how did you deal with him? How did you, or was it a situation where you just like, you learned to just avoid him?
1: It wasn't that I avoided him, because the whole shebang of what he did as far as like just ranting and raving, kicking and screaming, and it really messed with my nerves, Mm -hmm. so to speak. um, Because I couldn't really say or do what i really wanted to right say or do right so it right. made it hard my hands were tied basically what rank were you when you encountered him senior chief
0: my goodness you made e8 and you still had to put up with these people most definitely it is exhausting being a black woman <laughs> and that was
1: the showstopper for me making master chief mr
0: kicking and screaming and right. miss And Mrs. White Lady Master Chief.
1: Yes, those two Along
0: with the heavy snowfall of a board that you had. Exactly. My goodness. Exactly. This is, once again, the life of a trailblazer. Like, if you're the first that looks like you to make it to a certain level, you will run into unprecedented amounts of trouble. Especially if you don't play the game. And
1: I'm not the game player.
0: You know what? You made it really far to not be a game player, though. And I, I love that for you. You made it to E8 without playing anybody's game. Good, thank you. Good, that's incredibly far.
1: Yeah, thank you for that. For sure.
0: Yeah, I love it, and I want to see more of it. When you brought complaints up to your chain of command,
1: do you feel that you were heard? I feel like I definitely was not heard, (laughs) or I was heard, but again, not heard. They heard you
0: and didn't care and
1: dismissed it. Right, right. Okay, they always do. Of course, of course, because they don't agree with it. Would you say
0: that you were less dismissed with the more rank that you had? Like, you probably had some... Assuming you had something to complain about as an E4 or an E5, do you feel that you were more easily dismissed then than you were at the rank of E8?
1: The later. All right. Yeah. Definitely as a senior enlisted person who went to the senior enlisted academy, which everyone does not go to that school... Mm. Um, it's a preparation for the next pay grade. Yes. And several of us did not make it okay. the next pay grade mm-hmm. if you're not playing the game. I'm not a game player. Good. So. You shouldn't have to play the game. Exactly. There shouldn't be a doggone game. But there is. You, you are correct. There's a game and there's a double standard. There's a triple standard sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on with that whole situation. You are correct. Yeah, no one hearing this disagrees with you. You about to make me go color paper purple on you. <laughs> I know you're seeing color purple. Who has?
0: If any of you all have uh, not watched the color purple, <laughs> please turn this podcast off immediately. <laughs> go watch the 1980s version. Go watch the Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey version no.
1: immediately. With the, all my life, I had to fight <laughs> that version. <laughs>
0: Were you able to make friends with other black lady veterans? And were you purposeful about building a village with them? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Love it.
1: I showed you that picture. Yeah, you did. Uh, uh, Of the divas.
0: Look, before uh, this this interview got kicked off, Senior Chief showed me not only her beautiful house, uh, but also her... Oh my God. You have the shadow box to end all shadow boxes. Jesus. Oh, thank you. And she also showed me a picture of all of her... Lovely diva friends, and they are a lovely, melanated group of ladies. So, not only has she built her village, uh, she is it looks like she is purposeful. It looks like you are purposeful about uh staying in touch with them and uh continuing the build. Am yeah, I right?
1: Yeah, all definitely. Right. I mean, I just came in today from hanging out with one, <laughs> so yeah, drove all the way to Mississippi, girl. Look, friends, what are friends for, for life? Are? Yep, I love it for life.
0: <laughs> You keep in touch with them. They keep in touch with you. Love it.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) How important is your village? How soon after joining the Navy were you able to start meeting black women that you now keep in touch with?
1: Mm. Because that's family. There were a couple that I met through the years, Mm -hmm. but we've not kept completely in contact. Okay. We were junior sailors back then, and um, I think one of the girls, she probably did one tour and got out. So we never stayed in contact. She was from Chicago. It wasn't until I got to ROTC in Great Lakes mm-hmm. that I met up with all these lovely, beautiful, brilliant, smart black women. Love it. Confident. Love it. Making it happen. Love it. Doing what they do. That was in Great Lakes. Love it. And Wait, we did things together.
0: That's what's up. You mean like girl strips? <laughs>
1: Not like, well... <laughs> If you want to call going to the mall a girl's trip, you can call that a girl's trip. We would do things like go to the mall in uniform. I love it. So they see us. Be visible. Exactly. I
0: love it. We are here. All right, but I just want you to know that when all of you wonderful sisters in your wonderful uniforms walked into the mall together, y'all made it look like the Navy had a whole bunch of black ladies. (laughs) Y'all were deceiving other sisters. They were like, ooh, it's a lot of them. <laughs> I'ma join that branch because there's a lot. And no, it's just five.
1: <laughs> it was a few of us, yeah. <laughs> We would do things like that, though. We would go to the spa together. I mean, we oh, I were just bringing a presence of blackness. I love it. And black women working together and not fighting each other. Why we, would we? For each other. Why would we? Because people think that's what we do. That's the stereotype. I, <laughs> that can be
0: somebody else's stereotype. We it doesn't fit. to the best of my experience. And it sounds like to yours as well. We like each other. Exactly. <laughs> like Those we are, are my sisters. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Senior, can you tell me a war story? A story where you were tested but came out on top. Hmm... Look, you made it to EA. You came out on top a couple of times. I'm going to say at least seven.
1: <laughs> Ooh, a war story where I came out on top. Mm-hmm. Mm. mm-hmm. I'm thinking.
0: Look, if all your life you had to fight, you had to have won at least one of these fights now. <laughs> um, Want me to come back to I it?
1: Don't, yeah, because I don't think I have a real war story that I came out on top. I mean, I spent those six months in Iraq. Led sailors and airmen and marines and soldiers that I just met when I first got there. So Mm. it's quite the difference. So you were a leader. It sounds like you're coming out on top here a little bit. Had to be. (laughs) Had to be. Because I had a couple of sailors who were like, chief, we're in the war zone. No kidding. We are in Iraq. And we are in the war zone. Even though they said this is the green zone.
0: Are you purposely not using profanity? Because you can like curse on this one. (laughs) Oh, you're a lady. I I'm sorry. I didn't, it's just, I didn't, it's just no. You. I mean, no,
1: not necessarily, because I am a sailor, and a sailor, and sailors, sailor's do use you, curse words. Use
0: all. Look, let your vocabulary fly, fly free. Okay. <laughs> not just
1: you're, you're in the best of company here. Not the not the uh, the, the uh, dictionary word uh, profanity. That's what Webster calls it. We call it curse. <laughs> so yeah. That was hard how long did you uh, work in Iraq six months six months all right not knowing anyone
0: I met these people you met them and you immediately had to be their leader exactly so you had to establish dominance immediately exactly okay exactly. and this was over more than just Navy people as you said
1: this right. was- there were some airmen and um, there were soldiers and of course sailors so yes correct me if I'm wrong were you ever uh, a drill sergeant I was an RDC. An RDC? division commander. Okay. Which is the same thing, but that's what the Navy calls them, Right, Right. Um, company commanders. <laughs> RDC. It sounds so nice when you put it that way. In, in essence,
0: it's really just somebody who is yelling at you at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. You know what? If you were a company commander that didn't yell, I'm significantly more afraid of you now, Senior Chief. If I find out now that you were cool, calm, and collected that whole time that you weren't RDC, uh, I'm scared. (laughs) That
1: that would be the truth.
0: That's that's even scarier. Like,
1: please, be the truth.
0: Just yell at me, all right? That would let
1: me know how you really feel. I don't. I don't yell necessarily. (laughs) What I do is I take my voice up a few decimals. Come on, with (laughs) emphasis. Get it? So you know that I mean business. That's what it is. Ask my recruits. But they're doing good. <laughs> they're doing <laughs> there are, some that are They're doing very, very well. She said well. they lived. Yeah, they made it. They made it through. In fact, they used to say, thank you, Senior Chief, for conditioning my mind, body, and soul. Get it. Come on. And I'm like, you're quite welcome. <laughs> Anytime.
0: Would you like some more decibels? I got them. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. So you were in an RDC, and you worked in a... Did you, were you in RDC before or after your time in Iraq?
1: Both. Wow. So. I was in RDC uh when I got called to go to Iraq. This was Desert Storm. Right. Okay. Operation Iraqi Freedom. Operation Iraqi Freedom. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you, okay. I think you may be the uh, first war veteran that I've interviewed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, senior. You're welcome. Six whole months in Iraq. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So your time in Iraq actually interrupted your time as an RDC, which is very interesting because those are those are both exhausting jobs. Like neither one of those is an easy feat. And one got interrupted for the other. How did, if you don't mind, can you tell me about that time period Mm -hmm. going from one to the other
1: and then back to the, the, Um. the first? First of all, I didn't volunteer for that. Somehow <laughs> or another, I was volunteered to do that. Which one? <laughs> um, the RDC thing, I, I did it because I didn't. I, I recruited before. Okay. So I put people in the Navy, and I really enjoyed that. And um, You put them
0: in, and then you yelled at them. All right, go ahead. Later on.
1: <laughs> later on. Actually, I still yell at them. I see them today. I still yell at them. It was just something that I really enjoyed doing. Okay. And I would tell other RDCs, people don't send their kids to boot camp to be abused. Right. So don't abuse people's children. You know what I'm saying? I love this. So, um. Come on. Yeah. Don't make the recruits your, what do you call it, your... your Whipping boy? Whipping boy. Yes. I don't love do this. That because love they're not this. here for that. We have to train them. Thank you. In fact, there's a saying that, that we had to learn that these recruits are entrusted to my care and i would train them to the best of my ability i love this yes to teach them discipline you train with with dignity and making them productive citizens in the military i love this good stuff
0: yeah it sounds like you did not haze and i love that
1: i never um love it no i did not now, if it came time for them to have to be conditioned, they're going to get conditioned <laughs> if something happens. But I had some, I, I mean, I, I trained five divisions, So, and one of them was an all-male division. Oh, boy. So, exactly, all-male, <laughs> two females, myself and another young lady, and the, and the other person was a guy. So, right on. 81, 81 men, two women. You put a lot of people in the Navy. But we, we worked it out. Right on. I have to show you something. You can read some stuff.
0: Wait, do you still have your hat? Your already wait, do y'all have the uh the hat with the uh the folded side? No.
1: Okay. No. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Senior you just looked at me
0: so mean She <laughs> <laughs> just
1: wore our regular our regular covers. Not not that cover, but it was a garrison cap. Okay. So it's the one that folds and it sits on your head like that. That's oh, a garrison okay. cap. Yeah. That's the one you're wearing when you're in dress uniform.
0: So the Navy doesn't have those, uh, the bear hats for the guys. And, wow. Mm-mm. So y'all just walk around looking regular while doing non-regular things. <laughs>
1: um, well, what really expressed that we were recruit division commanders, we were red ropes. Okay. okay. The ropes yes. indicate that this person. A red a braided trainer. rope over your, uh, over mm-hmm. your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, right or left shoulder. I, think it, I believe it was the right, because I think the right was on the left. I can't remember. <laughs> was it? My race was on my collar. So it really, it does matter, but I think it was the right. Not sure. I had to find a picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, pause. You don't have to, no, pause. I need to see something. Gotcha. And it's right around the corner here. Mm-hmm. You see this
0: picture? Break Break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of The Season Vet is brought to you by Houston's most savage podcast, Opinions While Black. Every week, Oz and his team of drunk uncles sit down and give you the funniest, most unhinged takes on the week's news. Together and individually, these gentlemen will inspire you to throw one of three things, ass, hands, or a fit. (laughs) So if you're in the market for another all-black podcast to put in your ear every week, then you should know that Opinions While Black is your black-ass cheat sheet for foolishness and fuckery. Remember, Negroes plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Available everywhere you get your podcast. Break, break. And now back to the podcast. Y'all, Senior Chief just got through showing me uh, pictures of uh, the gentleman she made cry while they were in boot camp. Uh, <laughs> and then she told me how they saw her in the fleet and they were like shaking in their boots. And she she was like, um, we're in the fleet. Please stop doing that. These exactly. were, these were not her exact words. This is me giving a, a very poor paraphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, she is actually such a nice person. <laughs> so your chief, I think you may have touched on this a little bit, but do you feel that the way that you were treated improved with rank from E nothing to E eight?
1: I think that, I won't say it improved, with rank, with higher rank comes more responsibility. Mm -hmm. So when you have more responsibility, you have to conduct yourself accordingly, because you're not just representing yourself, you're representing the United States Navy, you're representing your family, you're also representing your chain of command, so I I don't think so.
0: I really like that you have a sense of accountability about yourself. You are really self-aware. It's so lovely. It's so rare, but it's not it's not rare with black women cuz we're held to a higher standard. <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so it did not improve or it didn't improve much with your rank.
1: Okay. I'm always black. That ain't changed. <laughs> <laughs> okay how much rank you got <laughs> that ain't changing you still <laughs> that's not changing i've got some i've got some female officer friends that went through a lot of stuff as well right so
0: yeah are they still in no okay they're retired good for them yeah good for them for escaping with a uh, permanent paycheck Exactly. <laughs> It does help out, especially when you're not working like me. I ain't working nowhere, but it still helps. But you don't want to. I
1: do, girl. I need a job.
0: Y'all, this house is so lovely. Let me just, she is playing in in our faces, y'all. I need a job. I need to be
1: working. I cannot. Y'all don't buy this. She's just bored. That's it. (laughs) I can't stay at home (laughs) <laughs> don't get me started. I'll start on that lady right there. so don't get me started. She's
0: do. about to start at-home projects just from being bored. That's why she won a job, just to get her out the house. That's
1: it. <laughs> I need to go to work. <laughs> I mean, actually, I do. St- I still sell. I'm going to, well, I resign from the job, and I'm going to reapply Okay. as a sailor, as a merchant marine. Really? Under the federal government. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just I, as a small warning that I'm pretty
0: sure you're already aware of, you're going to be the only person there that looks like you. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, not really. I I think. I've sailed before. Okay, well then you know more than I do. Yeah. I, like 100% more, because I was um, just like talking off the cuff just then. <laughs> uh, there,
1: there are some other black women out there, and I was the only um, female officer for comms. I was the only one, and the only black female officer. Wow. So, I believe no, that yeah, a lot of people go through that maritime academy mm-hmm. and they zone up really fast as far as making rank. Those guys are making I
0: big, believe it. Big money out. Also, this is just me not knowing too much about merchant marines. Do you need like a TWIC card for that? Okay. Mm-hmm. That is the the extent of what I Twic know about. TWIC
1: card, merchant marine certificate. We need all of that. You gotta go through a physical. It's a process that you go through.
0: look, your experience with the Navy can't possibly hurt
1: no it's it doesn't a, yeah it's there, the biggest there people, advantage there are people out there really making it happen in fact there's a, a young captain named uh well i can't give her a name but she's a captain <laughs> and wait is she still in she's still in yeah but she lives she lives um up north and she is like by <laughs> Look, but she's I, the captain look
0: senior chief once again, used to play basketball, so when she says somebody's "yay high," she's really referring to somebody that's my size, and I'm all, I'm almost a little offended by that. Um, she she ain't even put her hand up that high, so I'm thinking like four eleven, five one, some around that ballpark, Somewhere around there. You're wow, right. You're right. with a
1: little afro, a <laughs> little afro, but uh, smart, very very intelligent sister. Right,
0: I believe it. Yes, I absolutely believe and that. A twin at that. Lord have mercies to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And a twin at that. But she she does it. Love it. Yeah, I love she it. she does it. And that's she's part of your village, huh?
1: Yes. I haven't seen her in a, in a while, because I haven't been on a ship in a while. But, yeah.
0: That's what's up.
1: Yep, She's the only black female captain out there. All right. Now I'm about to just, like, Google her. Yeah, you need to find her. <laughs> I'm sure she, she might be on Facebook. But you ought to be to find her. Right on. I'll give you her name. That's what's up.
0: I'm going to search and find her. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, I think we both know this lady named
1: Senior Chief. She don't know that. She knows me as SEO, ship's communication officer. I'm gonna be like she towers over both of us. <laughs> it was, it
0: was, it was, is, she is short.
1: <laughs> yeah, she is.
0: Senior, has there ever been a tough situation you were in where another sister helped you out, or a situation where you helped another sister out? There's gotta be. You have black lady friends. Right. I was just going to say,
1: I think that that it's just being who you are, who I am, who they are as black women, it's always going to be a situation where we have to help each other out. Right. You're right. And not just help each other out, but we have to lift each other up.
0: Amen. Come
1: on. So that's most definitely. Right
0: on would you say that there was a situation where you vouched for another sister or that another sister vouched for you? Like maybe you were in a room where her name was being spoken and you were the only one that said something positive or vice versa? Uh,
1: Not in a professional setting. I think that would be more of like a personal conversation or something amongst people that we, someone says, oh, okay, that person is, she's a great person. She's a great like my daughter always said she's a great lady she's a great lady and you have to support that mm-hmm. that great lady yes even though we may have had a disagreement Ooh, we amen. agreed to disagree mm-hmm. and still be sisters amen can you tell me
0: something you wish you knew before joining the service
1: that I wish I knew before joining the service Mm-hmm. probably been better if I had known how to swim <laughs> Join the Navy. That probably probably did something good to help me out right there. Yeah. Come on. Seriously.
0: Join a uh, water-based service and not know much about water. Right on. Look, look, I'm with it. I'm with it. it. Hey, it worked out for me. It did. Look, you learned enough. You retired as an EA, so whatever
1: you learned,
0: it was enough
1: to get you to retirement. The requirement was to be able to float for five minutes. Then it say swim. All right. It said float. Look, the fact that you sit, st-
0: yeah, sitting here now means you floated. All I right. Float <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I learned to float.
1: <laughs> the crazy thing is, I've had to do that twice since. Retiring out of the military what? for my current occupation. Okay, I had to float, mm-hmm. I had to step off into the water, Hello. float, take the life breath, and pull it over because it was upside down. So you got to pull it over so people can climb in. Okay, I had to do all of that and fight a fire. Jeez, and fight the fire. I that video I can show you. No, see, no.
0: <laughs> this is just a lot of work. <laughs> this, I'm exhausted listening. To, I'm exhausted listening to your life post retirement. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot, especially with still sailing and I just actually just like being at sea. Okay. It's a calm about being on the water. And when it's not storms, or any of that stuff, we're nine times out of ten we're not gonna be out to sea when there's a storm. They'll pull in port somewhere so we can avoid the storm. But it's a it's a nice calm and Situation being on the water like that, yep. I believe that doing my job, I do the, the land, local area network, created um accounts for people and all that other stuff, and maintain equipment. And also, if I have someone working with me, hopefully, I will this time around because it sucks working by yourself and comes. <laughs> it does, it sucks because you're not just doing communications, you're doing the 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 network mm-hmm. you're also doing the television service you're doing everything that has to do the phones everything that has to do with all communications, communications. yes
0: and you're doing that by yourself
1: yes i did it by myself for a few months several months actually And hey, did you ever get into arguments with yourself i'm kidding <laughs> I'm like, Girl, you should have got off this ship when you had time <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. that's why i've been off for so long Understandable, yeah, very understandable. I needed a real break, so good. I
0: I hope you got the break you deserved, or you're getting the break you deserve. I think
1: so. They weren't happy about it, so I resigned from the job. I mean, look, whose happiness is really
0: important in your life? Exactly. There there we go. You got to look out for you.
1: And that offspring I got, that (laughs) one offspring I got. Make sure she's good. Amen. Yeah.
0: Look, this is a hundred percent off a subject. But uh, there was a submarine <laughs> that, like, um, uh, not too long ago, it, because it it was one of those uh, luxury, not even luxury submarines. It was going to into the Atlantic looking for uh, remnants of the Titanic. Mm-hmm. I love that story. As a former navy lady, <laughs> what, what is your take on this submarine? going to see going to live with the titanic
1: (laughs) i'm with you i think that's the craziest thing that someone could ever do i mean i'm still like baffled as to why in the world would you do that and it doesn't even matter no No. we're talking how many years over a hundred years over a hundred years and then you lose your life in the process it was like five of them on board too who lost their life in the process. A
0: billionaire. It, look these are people we assume were smart. They not. They're, <laughs> not. they're, not, they're man,
1: not. I concur. I concur. Oh, man. because you you could have done better things with your time and your money. Right. Senior, do you did you see the submarine that they were in? No, I didn't. It was not.
0: a toy. It was so laughable. Now, we all know that government equipment is eons behind civilian equipment like Mm -hmm. in almost every category but this submarine was not even up to par to navy standards or uh cheap civilian standards it was basically just a beer can
1: (laughs) why would you do that it just didn't make any sense to me and this dude that built that submarine was a
0: billionaire like he could afford better and he was just cheaping out on everything Look at him now. I nobody can look at him, senior. That's the problem. <laughs> That's, what That's what I'm saying.
1: Look at him now. You're not even here to be looked upon. You're not even here, and nobody's gonna go rescue you no. either because you chose to do that no. ridiculousness. That's
0: right. The Coast Guard couldn't even go for for him no, because they were too far too far gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's cooler, right there. That's crazy.
0: All right. So what you're saying is, as a former Navy person, you would not have. Send anybody out
1: to look for him um no no <laughs> no no we have to make smart decisions <laughs> and that was not a smart decision to i mean you have all this money right you're still ignorant that doesn't make sense look money money make it stupid don't make it smart there we go
0: there we go <laughs> yeah. Thank you for letting me go out on this uh, tangent. <laughs> just, that had that absolutely crazy. nothing to do with well, this. It was
1: water and it was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: It was a water-based question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell me about a time you learned a lesson you weren't ready to learn
1: the lesson I would say that I learned that I I won't say I wasn't ready to learn didn't think that I was gonna be learning okay. from that experience okay was again going back to dealing with that Caucasian devil that I had that male devil division officer that oh Mr I had. Uh, cry and throw it Mr Th- yes, throw a tangent yes <laughs> that one um and I think if I had it to do all over again um I would probably request to go to a different division than to even work with him I would say that. That right there makes sense. I yeah. wish I could see him today, though.
0: Would it be on site, <laughs> Senior? Are you implying that you would throw hands?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't throw hands, but I would like to have. Uh, Why a nice not? Adult, it depends if he puts me in the process of not the process, but in the puts me in a in situation the situ- that I might need to throw some blows and, and uh, yeah.
0: Look, I feel like seeing his face is a good enough. Situation. If I can find
1: him, <laughs> if I can <could> find him, <laughs>
0: mm. look. Sometimes hands just need to be thrown, and that's that. All right. Like, yeah. s- uh, I'm
1: tired. I'm, I'm tired of. People I'm tired feeling of all the
0: entitled. Come with it. Come on, senior. You know, that's I'm the that's a word.
1: Feeling entitled. That's a word. And you didn't build this country. Right. We did. Right. Come on. We did. Facts. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to go on a tangent, but I, that's a whole different scenario, a whole different thing, right there.
0: You definitely made it more dignified than the direction I was going.
1: I don't Uh-oh. know if you are aware that when they stopped the transatlantic crossing and importing our people from Africa, mm-hmm. they had uh, slave making farms where they were impregnating twelve year old girls as soon as they first met this. Uh
0: That's called rape. And yes, yeah, yeah. They, they since since they could not quote unquote import the goods, they would. Homegrown. Exactly. Yeah. So they would just rape babies.
1: More babies. hmm That were going to be enslaved. hmm And I'd be, oh, all the time I said, I, I know that my creator lives and I know he's got a plan for this situation for these people. <laughs> how, I mean, how do you do that? You're right. And and assume that they're not human. Right. Who right. does that other than ignorant? You are correct. 1,000% you are right which is why I would never date one of them (laughs) I had a guy call me prejudice one time because I didn't want to date him I'm like I don't date white I'm serious (laughs) Yeah, that's alright you keep that over there (laughs) for real keep that over there and y'all seniors really pretty too (laughs)
0: Oh, this is a pretty lady saying this is a, there's a very strong demographic of people that she would not uh, entertain. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, is that that time that you were uh, learning a lesson that you were. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. That white man was that lesson.
1: Oh, no, not that one. I'm kidding. I'm messing. I'm messing. Know, I'm messing. Like that one right there. I, I just. Mm, I could tell myself I, I handled that wrong. Uh, because I could have did it a little bit differently and just even if I went to the captain on him though, I probably wouldn't have done anything because they stick together.
0: Senior is it so much that you handled the situation wrong or is that the situation should have never existed?
1: This situation should have never existed. See,
0: yeah, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't you. It was a I want to say above you but
1: actually it was a one of my sailors that turned my information over to the white man. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. that was he was. Oh, I was a brother. Mm-hmm. If I could see him today, it's on site. I've been looking for him. I <laughs> really He probably heard that I've been looking for him. I have some words for that young man, which is I can tell him. That's why you. That's why you retired as an E six. He retired
0: E6. as an E six. Yes. That's what the. Yes. That's what the hell he get. E6. That's what y'all ask it. You tried it. N word. And that's what they were saying about him.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a um, out here shucking and ju- house. That's a house. Yes, I'm boss. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Sounds like he could have been a Supreme Court justice that got nominated in the '90s as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't like him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause they don't do shit for us. Mm-hmm. You know
0: what? I hope he's somewhere doing terrible. Um, he's got this little E6 retirement check. That's that's more than what he deserves. Definitely. The nerve. There's so many people that I just don't even like now. Thanks, I'll never meet these people that I don't like. Them.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. It's
0: but look, they don't deserve me to like them, all right? They don't, they don't deserve my love.
1: <laughs> like my mom said, you have to evict people off your mind.
0: She sounds like a smart lady. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that you are a better leader than the ones you grew up under?
1: I, yes, I think so. Good. I think so. Good that's just a testament that's a prime example right there yeah those those five people right there yeah
0: she's pointing at her uh, her wall of uh, heroes I think I'm going to post this picture uh, where she is the senior leadership on the wall (laughs) and everybody on the wall is a member of this family so yeah she is senior is a better leader than the ones that, that she grew up under but also that's just a testament to the leaders that you grew up under they were so good enough to where you could take that foundation and build on
1: it yeah i can glean a little bit off of them and yeah, yeah that that started like you should want foundation like i yeah. said yes and and Actually, you should. my mother started the foundation but come on yeah <laughs> definitely goes back to that pyramid too
0: oh, when she says pyramid she means uh 12 lessons of leadership
1: have you been to egypt
0: <laughs> i have not you
1: got to go I heard it's hot over there. I'm kidding. <laughs> no hotter than it is here. Because it's getting hotter in the United States. We're, I don't know something's happening. But, yeah, got to go. You got to go see the Valley of the Kings. You've been? I've been to the Pyramids. I have not been to the Valley of the Kings yet. But you're going to My brother go. has gone. Not this brother, another brother. From My, my father had five sons mm-hmm. before he married my mom. So... That yeah. is a fruitful man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely something to say. And one of those sons, he's, he's, um, uh, what, what do they call it? Not the Hebrew, Israelite. Maybe he's like a Hebrew Israelite. Okay. Yeah. 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 So his church goes every so often to okay. Egypt. In the Valley of the Kings is one of those places that they go. And like they said, you know, why they think that they tip the nose off the Sphinx. So that she
0: would not know that that was a black person because black people have very distinct noses.
1: Mm-hmm. But you go to Egypt and you go to the museum they have there and all the the objects or things that they pulled out of wherever they took them from. Mm-hmm. They were wigs. Mm-hmm. And they were curly wigs. Of course. We white people ain't going to make no curly <laughs> hair because their hair don't curl, you know. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's a whole bunch of stuff that, our people have done that. They keep saying that we didn't do. We're Trying
0: to hide our history. Yes. Yeah.
1: Liars. Are, you mean? Hold on. You mean the same
0: people that are making a fuss about critical race theory <laughs> have a history of this? Senior. <laughs> we just keep hitting uh, uh, revelations on this on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. I swear.
1: Craziness. It's nuts. When all of the pictures on the wall are all Nubian people, not, you know, inside of the tombs and stuff. Yes. It's all Nubian people. Yeah. So how do you think that that's not us? Those,
0: those funny Egyptians, they, they have blackwashed history. I'm Who not. would paint something <laughs> of
1: something that didn't look like them?
0: Lord. Oh, senior. Are there any sisters in service that inspire you? They could be retired. They could be active. Any sisters that have ever served that inspire oh, you.
1: That would be my whole diva clan.
0: Come on. Come on, divas.
1: Every last one of them. Come on. Yeah.
0: Are any of them still active or are they all retired?
1: They're, we are all retired.
0: I love it. We
1: are all retired. Oh, I love this. Everybody's doing it well.
0: I love it. Yep, doing Love that. to hear it. Mm-hmm. See, so y'all probably do take girls trips now.
1: <laughs> we, we really need to plan one. We haven't done it yet, but we need to plan one. My daughter and I did a girls trip last year, and uh, it was nice. I could live there. You could go anywhere, senior. The world is your oyster. The, the world is definitely my oyster, but <laughs> I think I'm going to land in In this Dubai. place? Oh, really? In Dubai, in the Emirates. Come on. Absolutely. Yo,
0: that's a very nice place to be. It is. You've been there.
1: To live, yes. We, we were there. My daughter and I, we um, took a vacation there last year for about nine, ten days. Okay. And uh, it was good. Of course the it was. was. The flight was good. The people are kind. The streets are clean. The only thing mm. there that I really didn't care for was the smell of fresh meat. Okay, Because, you know, they... they, Did they kill, kill it right there? Blood. There's no curing it. There's no putting it in whatever they do. Right. To change it, whatever they do. It's right there in the market, yeah. Yeah, that's a hard stitch to take in. It is. <laughs> it's everywhere, because they do it in Greece. They do it in Italy. Everywhere I've been, they, they don't do a lot of swine over there. Definitely not in um, in the Emirates. They don't do any of that. Oh, no, not they at all. None of that.
0: No. Mm. I think they barely do alcohol over there.
1: The only place you can get alcohol is is in the hotels. Okay. You can't get them from a restaurant or any of that stuff. You have to go to a hotel to have a cocktail.
0: Senior, let's say you were just starting out your life on your own, and you were presented with the chance to join the service for the first time. Knowing what you know now, would you join?
1: Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. All
0: right. Would you still join the Navy? I would, indeed. God, the Coast Guard just never had a chance with you huh? No.
1: No. (laughs) No. Fit a Coast Guard cutter right in here. No, give me an air care carrier any day of the week. Wow, would
0: you still choose the same rates?
1: Yes, okay, either this or Master at Arms. But you can't come in as a Master at Arms, you have to have been a Master at Arms is our police. Okay, you would have to have you can't become a Master at Arms until you're E5. Well, that's what it used to be. Everything's changed, so (laughs) but yeah, I would do that one,
0: senior. The question is if you had a daughter, but in reality, you have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had a daughter or any young, impressionable black girl in your life that you cared about and she was considering a life in the military, would you try to talk her out of joining?
1: No, I would not. What
0: if she wanted to join the Coast Guard? I'm kidding.
1: No, I would not. You wouldn't talk her out of joining the- <laughs> Not if she wanted to go. I mean, I'd be like, if that's really what you want to do, you want to go in the Coast Guard, you want to be a Coastie? Okay, go be a Coastie.
0: Look, I have a lot of Coast Guard. Uh,
1: the, the pay grade, I mean, the money, the pay is still the same. You are correct, yeah. So.
0: I have a, a lot of Coast Guard listeners that are going to uh, throw hands at me after they hear this episode because I've been talking way too much noise about this branch. Yeah,
1: about the Coast Guard, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't make it on site with me, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> but if it's true, <laughs> then just... Y'all spare me. Come on. Agree (laughs) to disagree. I'm a person. Don't do it, y'all. If it's true. I'm still your sister
1: now. (laughs) Somebody's got to tell the truth.
0: Oh, man. They're going to get me. They're going to get me good (laughs) for (laughs) this. Now, recruitment and retention is down across all the branches and with all demographics. Black women are not excluded from that. This was true even before the pandemic. Why do you think Black women are so disinterested in joining the military?
1: I think that part of it is not wanting to have someone telling them what to do. When really, in reality, that's not what happens. There's training that takes place. But it's not someone saying, you gotta go do this. It's none of that. (laughs) That's what some people actually, I think that's what they think. If I was the president of the United States you would be 200 years old because that's how old he is (laughs) I'd be a nice looking 200 year old president Um, I would do what the country of Israel does okay the girls and the boys upon graduating high school Mm -hmm. serve at least two years in their military okay in any capacity you don't have to be a fighter you don't have to be any of that but you have to serve Mm-hmm. and they go to college for free wow the first four years is free it's on the country okay that's a foundation that a young person could definitely build up of okay and even do better you know once they graduate it's outstanding that they do that and the girls only have to serve two years boys serve four girls serve two okay so they recognize the, the differences I've done substitute teaching before and um And you're a teacher? I I did it before. I have not, I don't have a teacher's degree. I mean, I have a master's degree, but I don't have anything in teaching. Come on, education. I was a a substitute You better tell me about your degrees. Girl, that's all I got. (laughs) I I started She said, that's all
0: I I, I, I got. Like, like, that wasn't a lot. (laughs) That's all I got. That's That's all I got. Singer, that's plenty. (laughs) I started a post-grad
1: program, and I'm like, I can't do it. My mind says, I can't. I can't do it right now. Maybe later. Not right now. But I did a sub.
0: Look, I love that. Even if you not go be master chief, you go have, have a money. True, <laughs> and that means something too. Look, that's important. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, like I'm gonna be somebody's master, all right?
1: Yep, and and a lot of my my good friends, we've all achieved at least that level. And then one, she but well, she's a she's a chaplain in the. She came in the Navy as a corpsman. She made it to E. I think as a corpsman and she had problems trying to make the next pay grade which would have been e6 which Mm -hmm. is a first class she went into the chaplain corps and it worked for her and and she's a pastor she's got that kind of you know that that church leadership uh mindset and all that stuff so uh she would definitely be someone you would do to talk to I don't know where Amy is right now she could be senior put us in touch all right I I yeah I, I need to yeah. I need to You know I'm game. You I know haven't, I'll have spoken to Amy. You in. know I will drive anywhere. <laughs> She's in Atlanta. Well she her church is in Atlanta. She is the dean of um it's a HBCU up there in Atlanta. Is it
0: Spelman? Mm-hmm. Is it Clark Atlanta? It's
1: not 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 those popular ones like that. It's something else. I can't think of the name of the school.
0: I'll figure it out.
1: I'll have to find out. Oh, well, I can actually Google her up and see. She is the dean. This is a very smart lady. Mm-hmm. Love she started it. out as a e, uh, as a hospital corpsman. I think she made it to E five, and then she joined the chaplain corps later on and became a chaplain. Come on, so
0: you know as a as a former coastie, all of our uh, chaplains did come from the navy because we don't have coast guard chaplains. Mm. So y'all was sharing with us,
1: and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what <laughs> we're here to do. We have to do that. <laughs> one team, one hey, come
0: on now, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, what is the name of our school? I think it's Turner something. It's Turner somebody. I can't think I can't remember the name of it.
0: We gonna figure it out. There she is. Reverend Amy Davis, named president of Turner Theological Seminary in Atlanta. That's her. Come on. Oh a real sister. Yeah, for real. Senior. If you were conducting this interview from where I'm sitting, what question would you have asked you that I did not ask you? Come on, senior. I know I missed something. You have a uh, decadent career. I, I know we didn't go over all of it. We didn't even tap you into did, it. You
1: did not ask me why the navy. I thought it was because of your uncle. We talked about that, but but no, we honest- talked about my uncle, but we didn't. I didn't join because of him.
0: Okay, help me out, um, senior. Why did you choose the navy? It was different.
1: Okay, how? The basics were different in the navy it requires you to do more mental stuff okay than physical unlike the marine corps and the army okay it's a lot more physical stuff with Mm -hmm. them you had to definitely be able to take tests because that's how they advance Mm -hmm. test taking that means you have to be some type of scholar (laughs) in some way or another in order to and then I like the fact that I'm not sleeping again in a sleeping bag <laughs> on the ground type thing. So that's why the Navy. Right. And on. it's it's like one of the I mean, it's like the army. They're they're the, the base they're the base services. Okay. Before the Corps mm-hmm. and the Coast Guard came along. You're right. And the Air Force. Okay. In fact there's a movie I want you to watch. Okay. <laughs> called, um,
0: Is it Officer and a Gentleman? I'm not watching that again.
1: (laughs) Officer and a Gentleman. Devotion. Okay. Devotion. (laughs) haven't heard any... This is the... When I watched that movie, it's the first time I ever heard of this person. And he was the first black Navy aviator. Okay. Devotion.
0: Wait, he was... The first black, black aviator. For the Navy. Oh, for the Navy. I was going to say before the Tuskegee Airmen?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think so. I do believe so.
0: I gotta check this movie out.
1: I do believe so. (laughs) I believe he was before the Tuskegee Airmen. Okay. (laughs) It's it's a really, and it's based on, here's the sad part about it. All this time in the Navy, I never heard of this guy. They never talked about this gentleman that, again, did all of this. Jesse Brown was his name. Jesse Brown, first black aviator in United States Navy history. This is my first time hearing about him as well. Yeah, watch that movie; it's a good one. Well done. That's a good one. Of course, he faced a whole bunch of uh, adversity and prejudice,ness even overseas because they were in. I think Italy or something when the ship pulled in or some of that but
0: what a very typical story for the, a black person you're a, fighting for it you still experience racism yeah
1: and you still have to keep fighting for this country but it's a country <laughs> that don't want to do nothing for you <laughs> but it is an awesome awesome movie
0: I believe you senior is there anything else that I should have covered during this interview
1: um not off the tip of my head right now. I can't. That's bones popping girls having get older. Look, I, but you have to do this too. You have to crack them. So when you stand up. You're warm, saying this like
0: I've never been to a chiropractor
1: twice yeah, a week. I, I, yeah. I used to go. I gotta it's actually fun. I like having somebody. Sh- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have this place called The Joint. I know you probably have heard of The Joints. The Joint was founded by a black woman. Come on. This is
0: a chiropractor place?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That She's got to still be alive.
1: She's not the chiropractor. She's, she's just, the mastermind behind the joint. I hope she's getting paid for this. She is definitely getting paid. Amen. That's, look. All the joints belong. That's her proprietary uh, brand. I love the it. The joint. There's one here. They're all over the place. I wish this wonderful lady a lifetime of everlasting I residuals. I don't know her name, but she's, oh, she's, gonna, she's doing it. She hired these chiropractors and if you just walk in, get on the table, click, 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 and you're out of there. She is a joint pimp. She yeah, She's a joint pimp all the way to the bank.
0: I love it. I love it. Senior, before we wrap up,
1: mm-hmm. is
0: there anything you would like to leave our audience with?
1: Always stay true to oneself. I love it. Always stay true to oneself.
0: Love it. And with that, we will wrap this one up, Senior. Thank you for your time. Thank you for inviting me into your once again beautiful home.
1: Go ahead somebody try to find me.
0: Like they don't even know where you at. Thank you, y'all. She in Canada. Uh, check Toronto out. <laughs> Ontario. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check, check uh, Ontario. She's like somewhere close to like the the uh, what's it called? The coast of Mexico. Yeah, that that part of uh, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up now. Thank you, Senior, and thank you, audience, and we're out. And that concludes this episode of the Season Vet Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show, and a special thank you to Senior Chief Map for sharing her story and taking the time to make this interview possible. Now, if you are or know a Black lady veteran who would like to sit down with me and be a part of this show, please email me at seasonvetpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Or you can call or text message me at 713 254 0970. You can also find, follow, and inbox me, The Season Vet, across all platforms of social media at Real Season Vet on Twitter, at Season Vet Podcast on Instagram, at Season Vet Podcast on TikTok, at Season Vet on YouTube, Season Vet on Facebook. Y'all, I'm so out there, I'm even on Spoutable. That's at The Season Vet on Spoutable. Now, if you like what you heard, Please like it, share it, rate it, and leave a good review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you're hearing this episode on the day that it drops, then you're listening to it on a very busy day in Black history. On August 28, 1833, a group of racist animals who probably thought history would view them as heroes passed the Slavery Abolition Act in the British colonies. This act led to the gradual emancipation of Black slaves, but of course did nothing to stop systematic racism or start reparations. Just to be clear, I will not be praising these fools for doing the absolute bare minimum after spending centuries of doing the absolute fucking most. On August 28, 1955, Emmett Till was abducted and murdered. The picture from his open casket funeral was featured in newspapers across the nation. This event is considered a pivotal point in the civil rights movement. On August 28, 1961, the recording label known as Motown released a record that would go on to become its first number one hit. That song was Mr. Postman, performed by the Marvelettes. On August 28, 1963, more than a quarter million people gathered to participate in the historic March on Washington, led by none other than the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. This is where he delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. On August 28, 2008, President Barack Obama became the first person of African descent to accept the presidential nomination for a major political party. And, if she were alive, today would be Lenika Strozer's 39th birthday. Linika was a noted biologist and expert on plant DNA. In fact, she used DNA sequencing to identify new species of plants and birds. She was also an accomplished professor at Malcolm X College in Chicago, Illinois. Linika passed in June of 2020 at the age of 35 from COVID-19-related complications. Thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, fallout. <laughs>